Welcome to the Eyes of Indigo with your infinitely curious hosts, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Please like, rate, and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. More information available at facebook.com slash eyesofindigo or at iriscarter.com where you will find a link to the Eyes of Indigo podcast. Yeah, so let me, while we're kind of waiting for things to to see if a couple more people settle in, right? Yeah, I was going to share this. I got to go all the way over here to find it. Uh, let me show you. This is the Mandela Mandala. <laughs> and, uh, there, and I saw there was a bunch of them, but uh, I, I picked up a few of them. That was another one. And there were some that had his head in multiple layers. Uh, and I thought that was really colorful with the the ring of them and the sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought Mandela Mandela. Yeah. I knew somebody had to have done it because that was the first thought that came to me was the, the words are too close. And I was like, there's gotta be a Mandela <laughs> out of Mandela yeah. there somewhere. So <laughs> yeah. Um and so, um, anyway, I want to remind everybody uh, as, as we get started that uh, please like, follow, and or subscribe to YouTube and Facebook, iTunes, and Spotify. You can find us through Google at Eyes of Indigo Podcast. If you just Google that phrase, it'll pop up. Um, or you can check out the blog at iriscarter.com and click the podcast link. Um, be sure to join the conversation, post questions and comments. Margo's best at pointing the correct direction for that because I always get, we're mirrored in this, um, uh, venue. So. Venue, yeah. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. Hey, Randy, how are you doing? Good to see you. Um, so I guess, uh, the first thing, obviously, um, the the topic here was the Mandela effect, parallel universe or false memories. And we want to talk about what all of that stuff means. And so yeah. first off, let's start with what a false memory is. Um, and, I, and I'm just going to give brief stuff here. <clears throat> Uh, kind of work my way backwards. So a false memory is when you remember something a little bit differently than it actually happened. And sometimes we do when that. Individual, when, when one individual remembers yes. it differently. You're talking yeah. about one individual. Yeah. And, and so sometimes that can be um, a, a defense mechanism. Maybe you don't want to remember what really happened because maybe it wasn't to your liking. Or... Yeah. You know, you, 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 we tend to, over time, make the memories better than they were. Or when you get, um, yeah. um, what do you call it, when you exaggerate stuff, you know, and it you repeat it enough times, it just turns into a different memory. Um, so people have false memories. We know that that's a possibility. One of the things that is said about the Mandela effect is that people try to attribute it to false memories. But the thing is, the Mandela effect is on a very widespread experience. 
it's not, it's a it's a collective yeah right and and it's not it's thousands of people and i don't see how you can get a collective consciousness false memory that would be pretty talented brain power there um yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah um but what happened is this woman named fiona broom b-r-o-o-m-e was at a convention it was like a science fiction convention or something one of those comic-con type things and she was talking with some other people about a particular memory and said i heard this happen but i remember it as this and several of the other people who happened to be from different places in the world said yeah i remember it that way too and they started talking about it and started and she said, well, I wonder what other things have happened that people remember differently. And she wrote a blog about it and started putting it out there. And people picked up the discussion and yeah. it has just exploded. Well, of course, there's people out there. They're calling her a wackadoodle and um, conspiracy theorist and all that. And all she's doing is just exploring. She created a website and we'll show that to you in a little bit uh, called the Mandela Effect.com. Um, but even the website says that it was, it kept crashing. And so uh, to preserve all the information, she actually created some free books. She took all the information, and put it in books. So if anybody wants to download it for free, they can. She's not making cool. any money off of this stuff. She, the Mandela effect came because that was one of the first stories. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but she kind of coined the phrase, but she doesn't have any, you can't, you know, it's not copyrighted, not copyrighted or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, so there's nothing in her pockets out of this. Um, and okay. so the man, the reason it's named the Mandela effect is because the, the conversation started with Nelson Mandela. Some people remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison. We know he spent many, many years in prison. And some of us remember that he died in prison. Well, then suddenly he's out of prison and his later his death is announced. And those of us that remember him dying in prison are going, wait a minute. What happened? Was <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so some people you know and, it, and it's two different sets of memories two different you know and how can that be and even margo you mentioned another a third, a third one yeah i tell that um i've got it in my memory that mandela eventually became uh the the president the one of the first black presidents after apartheid of the Republic of South Africa. And he was actually a president for a few years. And that uh, if I remember, obviously, if I remember right, um, that he died in office, but he had the office for at least a couple of years. And but yeah. Something I, rings a bell with me on that, that he too. Died, yeah, not that he died at all, but that um, he even went on to a presidency. Yeah. Um, so. Thing, oh, Brandy gave us one. It says the thinker statue is fist on forehead now instead of under his chin. Or now it's on his chin. Has moved. What, yeah. For years on it's written out. <clears throat> yeah, he was yeah, he it was yeah, it was this one and now it's that one. 
Yeah. I have to pull out the old Dobie Gillis TV shows and <laughs> look see at which that. One doing. <laughs> see which one Gilligan's doing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so, so the uh, the other theory or one of the theories uh, to say why the Mandela effect happens is my favorite is the uh, the fact that it's alternate timelines, alternate universes. And the the thought is, well, it's actually a theory that um, Einstein worked on and, and other scientists mm -hmm. have worked on and some have feel like that they have proof of it yeah uh and 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 what happens is when there is an altern alternative outcome you know you go into situations and you think you know am i going to buy that house uh no we decide not to buy it well, bam there's an alternate universe where you did buy it and that mm -hmm. continues while you're going on what you think is your choice but everything's right. happening and it also goes into the fact that time That's is right. you know time is a timeline is malleable yeah. yeah and it's only a timeline because of people's perception mm -hmm. we have you know clocks set up the way they are because of the earth going around the sun and all that stuff but linear thinking right linear thinking right and but actually everything is happening at once right really hard to wrap your brain around that's a hard concept until you get used to it <laughs> yeah and, and once you get used to it you can't go back yeah yeah <laughs> and but everything's happening simultaneously yeah and so you and that's how beings that we think are omnipotent can be omnipotent because they can see everything going on at one time. <laughs> yeah, literally, they're just seeing the time continuum that as not a continuum. Right. Yeah. So, what is omnipotent become omniscient? Actually, yeah. becomes the definition of that. It becomes a whole other discussion. <laughs> and and there's actually been movies where this has been reflected. Um, one that comes to mind is, and and it's an older movie, so I don't know if everybody will remember it. And it's going to go out of my head as soon as I try to think of it do you remember oh brainstorm it had um 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 uh natalie wood was in it so oh, i'm dating myself this was in the 70s yeah. and um she and her husband were working on kind of like a virtual reality type thing and this woman put it on her head when she, one of their co-workers, one of the co-scientists was um, Ellen Bernstein. Mm. And she was having a heart attack and she knew she was getting ready to die. So she picked up the machine to record so that they could see what it was like when she died. Wow. And when they saw it, it was like all these little bubbles of all these different times in her life and you could you know you could just float by and see different things going on and so i thought that that's a cool concept when you sort of think about how would you see everything at once and that everything oh, yeah. was still going on you know all yeah, these yeah 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 make it look yeah you know, bubbles that's a good representation of that 
And I've seen mm -hmm. similar reputation representations in other, yeah, in other films. The closer we get to the 5D, the harder it is to speak and use language. <laughs> <laughs> are, you're okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's a great excuse. Excuse are working great. The language yeah. speaking languages will become obsolete. And yeah, we're starting to head that way. Oh, it's getting man. harder and harder to talk. Yeah. Uh. Tiny bubbles, yeah. Good pun, Randy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm forever blowing bubbles. Tiny <laughs> bubbles. Oh, oh so, my goodness. Yeah. So, um, some of the other examples. Uh, yeah, Randy's having yeah. trouble talking too. If, if I got fingers, I can talk. <laughs> Yeah, typity Um, One of the other big ones is the Baron, whoever bears. Is it Baron Stein or Baron Stein? Some people remember it as being one. A lot of people remember it as being the other. E-I or A-I. Ooh, A-I is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So that's sorry about that, but go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's cool. And uh, but the cool thing about this one is, well, wait a minute. Let me hide that and show this one. Is somebody has you know you got it where everybody's saying it's the Baron Stein, but this guy found a listing of the Baron Steins, which is. Or Baron cool. Steen. So it what or Steen? Yes, I'm sorry. Now um, Stein and Steen are both correct, depending on if you're German or English, but they're both correct. Ah, okay. <laughs> Baron Steen. Baron Steen. <laughs> yeah, like Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so it's kind of like, hey, this is proof after the fact. Okay. Um. Yeah, to have it in print is helpful. Yes, another one that somebody pointed out. Curious George, did he have a tail or did he not? What do y'all think? I remember it one way. Guy, feel free to say something in the chat if you'd like. Do you remember Georgie with a tail or without a tail when you were a kid? Dig up your mothball memories. Yeah. <laughs> We'll tell you which it is in a minute. Which uh, it is now? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not what Great question. <laughs> yes. Um, and so then, let's see, we'll hide that. Here's another one that threw me. Is it Fruit Loops, as in F R U I T, or is it Fruit Loops? Two O's in both words. Do I, do I give you the answer, or is anybody going to throw an answer out? Some there's sometimes there's a delay. Yes. Okay, so let me hide that. Here's another one. Flintstones. Two T's or one T? Two T's or one T. Um Randy says fruit as in two O's. And it's F R U I T. Deborah remembers without a tail. Yeah, I remember without a tail. Um, I remember him with a tail, but 
Uh, yeah, and and but Randy remembers him with a tail. Yeah. Uh, one T, and Randy remembers one T on Flintstones. Yeah, the first the spelling on the left. That's yeah. the one I remember as well. Yeah, and yeah, and now we're gonna. I'm gonna and Brady to Bradley says they're split fifty fifty on the Curious George tale, but both everybody agrees on the two O fruits. Hey, Jen, good to see you. Jen's a good friend of mine. Um, good. Yeah. Good. So, um, I'm sorry, but Flintstones looks weird with two T's. It does. That's how, that's how so removed from that change. That is very interesting. Um, so, so, but it supposedly has two T's. Yeah. Here's, here's the one that gets me the most. And right. we were talking about it before. Oscar <laughs> Meyer. Now, I remember the song. My beloved has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. M-A-Y-E-R. Yeah, I cannot say M-E-Y-E-R. It was always M-A-Y-E-R. That little kid sitting on the dock saying M-A-Y-E-R. It's M-E-Y-E-R. That's a change because it's all I've always remembered a Y. How about you guys <clears throat> out there in chat world? <laughs> Meyer or Mayor? Mayor, Meyer. E Y? Wow. Randy, you remember E Y. How interesting. And Jen. And Jen remembers A Y. Yeah. 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 Thank God. Yeah. So it's really strange. Okay. Here's a good one for y'all. Let me show this one. Sex in the city or sex and the city. Right. And that's a more recent one. Yes. Relatively speaking from stuff in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. I've always noted a sex in the city. And me too. I, I am. And my, it's it's funky that my sister and I grew up together, and she remembers it one way, and I remembered another. When did you jump timelines, timelines, Deborah? Uh <laughs> Probably several times. <laughs> but the thing is, there's a Sex in the City perfume, and so the Mandela effect says it's not Sex in the City. That currently it's sex and the city, so why city. is the perfume still and in why the is city? The perfume. <laughs> They're brand perfume that way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then uh and and I don't know if I finished explaining, but the, with the with the uh, quantum physics, you you know, you have these different timelines, and the thought is that every once in a while they cross. Right. Or that things kind of converge. Well, we talked about that membrane theory, and sometimes the membranes, you know, they wave and waffle, and sometimes and they yeah. and they ripple, and sometimes they touch and cross over, and that's when you start seeing this, yeah, this timeline that originally was not there. Yeah, you. and so you kind of, you know, you'll 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 see things go away that weren't that were one way and come back a different way. Yeah, they're that. coming good. Yeah. Um, this is going to get more common. <laughs> yeah. Time Looney marches on. Tunes or Looney Tunes? 
Looney as a cartoon Looney music tunes yeah I, now, I i've seen both but i remember the oo that's the same here you remember the oo yeah and it's just it's crazy um the the things that happen and and if anybody wants to reflect on that but i can uh i'll tell you a story of a friend of mine yeah two o's two o's yeah. yeah um randy says he believes we can choose timelines that's pretty cool absolutely we can I just but almost everything in life takes a little bit of discipline if you want to do it right. So yeah. <laughs> well, just so y'all know, T U N E S is the one that you're using is that? yes. That if you're with us on this timeline, yeah, we have, rel we have relic memories. <laughs> yes. Um, but the friend of mine that um, she's real into this and was talking. God, this was a year or so ago. She was telling me that uh, somebody had come into where she works and was telling her they, they're always sharing, you know, because you can look up people. There's you'll see where some people have threads where they post the new discoveries on the Mandela effect. Cool. And she said this woman came in and was telling her that there had been several changes to the Bible. And she said, I cannot believe it. And she said, my my friend said she had a Bible that she'd had since she was a little girl sitting on her. Well, not since she was a little girl, it was sitting there, but it was currently on her coffee table in her living room. She said, that's where it stays. And the woman told her that the, you know, the story about the lion laying with the lamb, which mm -hmm. most people that I talk to remembers that story, the lion laying with the lamb. Lion and the lamb, yeah. Yes, has changed to the wolf and the lamb. And my friend was like, no, because in her Bible at home, it's got a picture of a lion and a lamb, and she remembers that piece of scripture, you know, vividly. Illustration went, and everything. Yeah, yeah, and she went home that day, went straight to her Bible, opened it up, and the picture was a wolf and a lamb, and the text had changed to wolf and a lamb. Wow. Uh, so that's like a first person account of somebody that I know that is not nuts. That <laughs> is, you know, <laughs> you know, and she had solid. She said, my Bible changed. The Bible I have had for 50 years has changed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and evidence of that everywhere. And, yeah. So, you have more to share. You have more of these examples. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to bunch like up. Like from that, web, that page from the website? Yes. Yes. Well, not. Yeah. Let's show you. Uh, whoops. I'm going to the wrong thing. I got to I gotta let y'all see it first, don't I? Uh, <laughs> it helps just a smidge. Got to find my. talk about King Tut while you do that? No, I'm the wrong one. But I'll show you this while I'm at it. <laughs> God. No. <laughs> now, this is right. a good one. This is a good one. Go for it. Where do y'all remember New Zealand being? Is it to the, is it over here? North, or south, east, west, west of Australia. Which way do you guys remember it being or locating? Where do you think New Zealand is located relative now, to yeah. Australia? Yeah. And then look at the map.
and I'll just go ahead and say the map um, shows New Zealand to the west. Yeah. And this person who talked about this pulled Anderson's up yeah. pulled up the news pulled this up found a map with New Zealand to the left but actually it's on the right on the on the east coast it's actually east northeast east northeast yeah so but this was an older map, so she found the two, you know, like you look at a globe now, it's going to be, and this is what happened was the person who talked about this um, said that a friend had a globe and she said she spun it to, and knew that New Zealand was going to be on the west coast of Australia, and it wasn't. Yeah. And so um, this woman did some research and found this old map, but it's it's not that way anymore. And way. there are other countries that have moved and shifted. Indeed. Yes, east of Australia. You are correct, Jen. Uh, it is, this is the old way uh, from a different. From the uh, another timeline, according yes. to our series. Yeah. Yeah. According to our conversation thread. <laughs> and there are people that will have taken pictures of things and said, I saw this sign two days ago and it was different colors because there's logos and all out there that are changing. Um, but let's go. Let me show you this. Uh, and I want to make it full screen. And we're going to go over here. Um, this is the MandelaEffect.com. And these are some of the more popular ones and some of them we've talked about. And then I'm not going to go through all these and read you the website, but you can go on here and look. Um, some people remember the Challenger shuttle explosion happening in different years. Um, 84, 85, or 86. Yes. Was it winter or another time of year? Oh, I just saw one that I didn't catch the first time. Chartreuse. Some people think it's a pinkish brown and it's actually a yellowish green. Yeah, and I, I remember I remember looking up the color chartreuse many years ago because I always wondered what it was and thought it was in the reddish. Yeah, it's actually color. a yellow green. But yeah, now it's kind of that putrid color. <laughs> yeah. Henry VIII, do you remember seeing him with a turkey leg or not? And there's no record of him doing that. Jiff or Jiffy peanut butter. I like that one. And um, the comment on September 22, 23, I found intriguing. Some people recall events on those days and the, those two dates are disproportionately brought to the public attention for being interchangeable. September 22, 23 has some kind of uh, blurry lines. It's yeah. also the cusp of Virgo to Libra. Lib Libra. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's true. That's a good one. Nelson Mandela's death in prison is on here. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, where is it mentioned? Oh, it's on here somewhere. Which one? Uh, Mandela, I was looking for it. Oh, you go down. Yeah, well, no, you went past it. Oh. Tiananmen Square, did the young man in front of the tanks, did he get run over or not? What do you remember? <laughs> Yeah, was he a, was he a 
pancake or (laughs) human pancake or was he human roadkill or not? Uh, Some people think Betty White's dead, but she's still alive. She's still alive. Do you remember Charles Schultz's name with or without a T in it? Charles Schultz, creator of uh, Peanuts, Charlie Brown, Snoopy. Um, Coen Brothers or the Coen Brothers, with or without an H. The producers, Ice Age, Despicable Me. By the way, if you want to see a children's reveal movie, check out Ice Age Collision Course. Yes. (laughs) Sidebar. Talk about um, talk about what a reveal is, because we're going to do some of those. Uh, do a show on yeah, that. Eventually, we probably will down the line. Uh, when did Dick Clark die? <laughs> yeah, and how many times? How many uh, times? <laughs> yeah, uh, Fred Rogers. When did he die? Freddie Prince. That one keeps changing. Yes. Yeah. Um and. Jim Henson. Some people say that he died of cancer. I remember it being um, pneumonia. John Jimmy, that's in question. How interesting. Jimmy Swaggart's still alive. I, I, I don't think I've told this story. Um, and if you've heard it before, it's it, I've got to mention it. My sister was moving. I'm telling another story on you, Deborah. Um, my sister was moving with her family to Baton Rouge and she and her husband went to tour various schools in the Baton Rouge area. They were looking at both the public and the private schools and trying to decide where they were going to put the kids. And um, she went to one school that was a religious based school. And she tells the story that she, she asked, you know, so who, what, who sponsors this school? Um, we just know it's a religious based and the guy kind of cautiously said Jimmy Swaggart Ministries. And this was right after Jimmy Swaggart had done his weepy apology to the world, you know, okay. about being a sinner and all. And yeah. my sister and her husband kind of looked at each other and the guy went, well, uh, it's not like he's walking the halls or anything. You know? <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I just kicked Margo off. <laughs> Where did she go? Oh, no. <laughs> See, I, I, I just... Uh... Margo? Where are you, dear? I've lost her. <laughs> Hopefully she'll come back in a minute. Uh, don't want to do that anymore. Uh, don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. I'm looking for Margo. Y'all give me a second. I got a bunch of pictures to go through. <laughs> Poor girl. <sighs> that's what happens. When, let's see. Nope, that's not her. There she is. I'm so sorry. Did I kick you off? I think I did. I I think I'm so sorry. All right, where count me back. Here we go. (laughs) No worries. The magic. (laughs) The magic of technology. Talk. I can't. (laughs) 
How many of you remember that I was here before? Or <laughs> and was she on the right side or the story? left side? <laughs> and which side was I on? <laughs> oh my God. Oh no, really. This was the first time I've been on the air in this conversation. <laughs> We just thought she was here before. Uh, you know what? I should have changed clothes. I should have put on a different coat <laughs> or something and really, really worked the angle. Yeah. Is the shirt blue or is it gold? <laughs> put on a wig, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, man. But uh, talking about alternate dimensions and stuff. Yeah. Um, I had a really cool story. Um to share and and what happened was I was married at the time hadn't been married maybe six months and it was a weekend morning I want to say it was like a Sunday morning my husband and I we both woke up about the same time <clears throat> and uh <laughs> yeah, my sister said she remembers you wearing blue uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Katie>. <laughs> <laughs> um but we we woke up about the same time and um both of us kind of looked at each other and goes almost in sync said I had the weirdest dream and it was like uh one of us started describing the dream and the other one was I remember that and then there was this we were both in the same dream at the same time and remember everything exactly. Could you see each other? Could you see each other in the dream? Yeah. Well, I could see him and he could see me. It was like we were looking through our own eyes. Yeah. 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 So you yeah. could see the other person. Yes. All right. We knew what we were wearing. He knew what I was wearing. I knew what he was wearing. Wow. Um, and we were at a house that we really liked i mean it was really cool it was this great street with the uh light posts that look like the old tommy lanterns and um nice. I, I we both started at the same place i was coming in from a meeting i had been at in the evening and was pulling into the drive but it was dusky um and the kids had already been put to bed and this was before we had kids we'd only been married for for six months we had a girl who was three years older than our boy and she had blonde hair and when i walked inside um i went up to check on the kids and i could see my daughter's hair kind of sticking out from under her blankets and went down to my son's room and could see him until he was you know smaller compared to her came back down the stairs our master bedroom was on the front side of the house and we had the hallway i can still tell you exactly what that house looked like and then we had this big great room and kitchen and you know and it was just it was a nice comfortable home um and we were describing it to each other and what we were wearing and how our children looked and all that well we have a daughter that is three years older than our son and when she was younger she was blonde but we never lived in the house never could find that house but since then i remember i was talking to you and i like what you mm. said about um richard bach 
You're talking with your hands. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, astral travel in your sleep. And Randy says, yep, it's a type of remote viewing, which, Iris, you're particularly known for. You're, actually, yes. you're, you're really good at remote viewing. But to remote view in a dream with your significant other at the same time, not on consecutive nights due to influence, hold, and see each other? Yeah. I mean, that's layer upon layer of grooviness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it that's really was. Really cool. It was, it, it was, it was quite fascinating. And to know that we were looking at something in, in the future. Or in, a, or in a parallel dimension, like you said, whether or not you bought a house. Yes. Yeah. In one future you did. Yeah. And that puzzled us for years. I mean, we talk about it every so often. I was ready to do out the dry out the plans and give it to a builder and say, build us this house. Sketch <laughs> it out here. <laughs> yeah. But um, and then I, I learned more about stuff and realized, yeah, it's the remote viewing in the um, um, parallel universe thing. And I know it's happened to me several times since. Not at not simultaneously, but I've had dreams where I go to, um, and I say dreams, but they're not really because I'm I'm remote viewing. But I have seen myself in other locations, uh, some with my fam, and a lot of the family structure is still the same. Sometimes it's not, but I'm seeing people I know, and they're they're just doing everyday things. They're not. There's no particular message. It's just. I'm peeking in and seeing what somebody else is doing and or what I'm doing somewhere else. And right. Right. And uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, so yeah, it's definitely possible to jump around now if I could just figure out how to do it deliberately. <laughs> Richard Box talks about that. Um, look, at, if you, and I've got those books. I need to read Bridge them. Cross forever and one O N E one. Are the two that talk about it, I think, the most. I definitely, yeah, they're in my collection, yeah. And he and his wife of that time are also divorced. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not unusual for souls to grow and grow apart, and sometimes marriage is not a part of that journey. It's just a complete, yeah, that journey's finished and you are on to another journey or another reality. And in some dimension, y'all stayed together. <laughs> and in this yeah. dimension, you didn't. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I could but tell you, we were going to be together in that dimension, but. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously. So King Tut, I mentioned it a second ago, personal experience. You're talking about firsthand experience. <clears throat> when I was nine years old, 1976. The King Tut exhibit was on tour in the United States. And in July of 76, it was in Washington, D.C. I was growing up outside of Greensboro, North Carolina at the time. My parents were school teachers. It's summertime. Everybody was all off school. Dad drove us up to Washington, D.C. to see the Smithsonian display of the King Tut exhibit from Egypt. And it took us nine hours of waiting in line around the building. Actually, I should go this way on the screen. 
we <laughs> the line wove all around the building and if you guys have ever been to the smithsonian those buildings take up a whole block or more but then the line inside the building went up and down stairs and through other exhibits and down some more stairs and back up it was you know you were outside for about four or five hours and then you were inside for another three or four hours so we met a lot of really cool people. This was the 70s. Cell phones weren't around. You talked to the people around you <laughs> that you were standing beside for eight hours and met people from uh, other states and other countries that were there to see, you know, Canada, Mexico, um, your, you know, Europe, Asia, that wanted to see the same thing we did. Long story short, eventually I, we, I did get to see the exhibit. The King Tut mask, the gold famous um, sarcophagus mask that has thingies, that has a thing on the forehead. I remember it was one cobra snake right there. Just one. Get this going. Exactly. Go look on the internet, guys. There's two. There's a big one and a little one. There's two. How many of you guys remember there was one freaking cobra <laughs> on his mask head? But now there's two. So that's my personal experience with the mandala effect. And I remember, I mean, yes, I was nine years old, but guys, I've always been an artist. I've always been a drawer, especially of humans and the human form and the human face and including the human head and all that stuff. That's always been my forte. That's always been my focus. <clears throat> no surprise, I'm a portrait photographer now. So that kind of information stuck with me, even at nine years old, because I was drawing back then. My dad was a professional photographer too. So, you know, we know I noticed all that kind of stuff. There was one. It was a cobra and it was just one. I even remember what type of snake it was. It was a cobra. Now there's two. Um, and I don't know if they're both cobras. I think I yanked up a picture of it. Hang on a second. Yeah, it's not the other one is a bird head snake. <clears throat> it's got a beak on it. So there's a cobra and a bird head snake right beside it. So go figure. That's my personal experience with it. Wow. Yeah. That but um, so um, what jumped in my head is the uh, shifting gears. What jumped in my head was the uh, space shuttle blowing up. When did you think it was? Um, 86, because my daughter was born that year and I was oh, home right. with her. Yeah. So the little bit the landmarks helped you. It was 80, January of 86 for me yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's just, it's just interesting. And I've actually had some things I remember and I, I cannot remember the actual instance, but there was something at work that had always been a certain way. And I went into work and it changed. And I went out to the to the desk, to the main reception desk, and there were several co-workers there. And I said, do y'all remember such and such? And they said, yeah. And I said, what do you remember? And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. And they start telling me exactly what I remembered. And I said, it's changed. 
I said, it's Mandela effect. I know it is. <laughs> and they, and they were like, oh my God. And, and, and of course I probably wrote it down somewhere, but no telling where that note is now because I try to make notice stuff like that. But yeah, it, just sometimes little things in your daily life happen that you'll notice that you get used to things switching. So you don't even, it doesn't always register that, it, that there's a switch or yeah. you didn't, you, you put it off to something else and think, Oh, oh yeah, that like, was just me. Yes. Like the Carmen, uh, where in the world is Carmen Miranda? Uh, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego, Carmen San Diego. Oh, that's right. It's a different actor. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen San Diego. And she's a cartoon and she used to have a flowing long yellow coat and matching giant, you know, potato chip style, you know, brim <laughs> yellow hat. Now it's all red. It's a totally red coat and a red outfit. And I saw that when the first time I saw it red, I recognized that used to be yellow. And I just put it off to they rebranded her. And I remember thinking, why the hell do you need to rebrand a video character? Yeah. A minor character like that in our culture. <clears throat> you know, like they upgraded Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, from his little pixel self to his, you know, fancier animated self. But he's still blue, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then Pikachu, you know, uh, yeah. he's got, in some places, he's got black tips on his tail. And some people yeah. can remember him without. And yeah. Yes, I remember both. Yes, absolutely. So I, I thought, guess... Car yes, Carmen Sandiego from yellow to red. I remember, but I remember selling. I was a manager in a toy store for two years in my early 20s. And I remember selling video games with her on the cover in the big yellow coat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so, the only preference I had. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting to see. And, and then when you know this other stuff that could be attributions to it, you know, what's True. false memories, what's a rebranding versus what is collective memories from you know, switching from one timeline to another. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so so we wanted to bring that to your attention just tonight to, so you could see that. But I also had another story I wanted to tell. I was going to tell it up at the front side and forgot. Um, <laughs> but th there's bring a it. reason that that happened. So <laughs> um, it's switching gears a little bit, but I thought this is, it's a message, I think, for everybody. Um, I was in a, uh, uh, an online meeting, uh, Zoom, and we would do, we'd break out into smaller groups and we'd have a topic. It was like, they give us a topic, we'd go break out, talk about it and then come back and then we'd break off in groups again. And, and so, you know, it was really, it's really entertaining, a good way to meet people from around the world. I love these meetings. Um, but I was, I noticed when we were in the big group, there was one particular woman who seemed very enlightened, um, but she was a younger woman and was very assertive and very much um, pushing, you know, this is what I believe and I'm right, you know, kind of deal. Kind of abrasive is what I hear you saying. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I could tell she she meant well. She meant well, and I don't think she realizes that she's abrasive. Um, 
but and 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 from my observation i felt like i was growing too because i could observe that and go yeah. well you know that's that's where she's at in her little trap okay um and we got in a breakout room and she was in there and i just i went well fasten your seat belt <laughs> and and you know it's all good but uh, a third woman in our group was talking about um uh, we were talking about conformity and and uh that was one of the things we were talking about and you know do you conform do you go you know or do you are you more authentic? You know, how do you present yourself kind of thing? How and much this, of your authentic self do you present? Right. Yeah. And this um, one woman was saying that she, she said she often feels like, you know, she's putting on, she's choosing what persona to put out there. And, mm -hmm. and saw it as like different personalities. And she saw a, she said she has this one that's uh, kind of, you know, the one that's more aggressive and meaner type. And she goes, no, you're angry, mom. Just leave me alone. I don't want to deal with you today. And, you know, I'm doing this. And, and she'll kind of shoo off these other personalities that present themselves. The woman who was more abrasive, she jumped in and she went, ha! I mean, literally laughed at this woman. Just, ha! And she said, that you're seeing it as different personalities and it's just different experiences. It's different emotions for different occasions. And it's, you, you, you don't need to be seeing yourself as being different personalities. It's all the same. And I, and my feeling was, I had thought about addressing it and saying something like inviting her to see that it was all parts of the same self, yeah. but to literally laugh in her face and over the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was the reason I bring it up is because I think it's an important reminder that there's a lot of changes going on very quickly right now. Yeah. Um, it's been coming on us and it just gets faster. And people are what we call ascending very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And so everybody's at different levels. Right. <clears throat> and so if you happen to be a little further along or in a i won't even say further along because that sounds like more just in advanced a spot in the journey. in a different spot on the journey yeah recognize you know everybody's gonna come in their own pace right and be kind to each other when you see somebody that's not thinking the same as you telling them what to think is not going to help the situation and certainly not laughing at him in public. No. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And I just, I would invite everybody to be gentler with that and be gentle with yourselves and not being, um, as Randy says, triggered. Uh, <laughs> triggered. You know, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't be harsh on yourself because you missed something. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
and it comes at different times. And sometimes it's not that you've missed it. It's that you had other priorities at the time. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's everyday life. It doesn't even have to be in combination with Ascension or whatever, but just an everyday life. I get mad at somebody who's going too slow on the highway. And then, you know, two weeks later, I'm going slow on the highway because I got a goldfish in the car or something, you know, <laughs> Right. And that could have been me, you know, so maybe so, it was you on a different timeline. Ah. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Are you really fussing at yourself on the highway? Uh -huh. Are you looking in a mirror more specifically, more literal than you thought? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. it, it is a time to be gentle and kind with each other. Yes. Um, Thank you. Yes. Excellent and I'm a, reminder. Yeah. Oh. Excellent oh. reminder. So Deb, <gasps> Deborah talked about a tree story that she saw both realities. Had a tree. Then, yeah. Had a tree fall on my car while driving on a highway. I saw two <laughs> timelines at once while it was happening. Mm -hmm. One in which the tree fell directly on my hood, but the tree fell in front of my car and I drove over it with little car damage and no injury to myself. That is. Deborah, I want to know, do you think you chose one reality over the other? Or maybe you did consciously or subconsciously, unconsciously, or do you have another view for that? I don't want to hand you too many answers. But Deborah, do you feel like you chose one reality over the other, or were you simply observing both realities and you got lucky on the less damaging one? <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and um, there was there was. Oh, Randy made a good point, real quick. Um, uh -huh. Your 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 colleague lady that felt like she had multiple personality, he has a good point. A multidimensional being can also have multiple personality traits and be integrated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're not necessarily going to wear the same attitude for every single dimensional ex experience. Very true. That's a good point, Randy. Thank you. Deborah said there was a time to choose. I believe both timelines exist. What else did she say? You're talking to surviving Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure about like that? <laughs> I like it. Good clarity. How do how do we prove that surviving Deborah is communicating with us and it's not the past Deborah that's visiting our reincarnated here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go on out there. <laughs> Strap on your wings, guys. We're flying. <laughs> Deborah, we are really, really glad you're here for sure, honey. Yes, yes. I know you felt like it happened fast and instantaneously, but remember, if everything is happening in the exact same moment, then even something that's happening fast is actually happening forever. <laughs> to put it another way. I still can't quite wrap my brain around it, but I know it's true. I mean, I... I you keep finding evidence of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's, it's, it's fascinating. This is a fascinating topic. Thank you for bringing it 
to our plate tonight. Of course. And next week. Yay! Yeah. Fun. Hey! <laughs> next week is December what? 16. Uh, 16. And December, we, oh. yeah, we are going to be talking about. No, I don't want to do that. Just go away. <laughs> My computer, I hit one button and it wants to just do all this other stuff. Um, next week is um, uh, Merry, Happy, no, Merry Pagan Christmas. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Mary yeah, what, what did I name that one? Uh, Merry, Merry, Merry Pagan Christmas. And it's um, a look at the pagan origins, pagan origins or unusual origins of the things Modern that we celebrate. Celebrations. Yes. Yeah. People so, think it's a Christian based ceremony or holiday. And that is questionable. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody knows. Well, and I won't even assume that, but no, uh, they don't. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you yeah. know, Jesus was not born in the wintertime. <laughs> he was not born in the wintertime. He was Jewish. He was Middle Eastern with black hair and black eyes. He was not a blonde honey honey colored blue eyed uh, <laughs> irish you know irish british looking guy with skinny lips <laughs> <laughs> he was dark on dark on dark <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so so, so hope y'all will be back next week remember like follow subscribe we're on facebook youtube itunes and spotify so subscribe please, and yes. share, 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 share. We love you guys. Thanks <laughs> love for being so with much. Us. And we will see you with some interesting holiday information next week. Yay! Bye. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for joining us for The Eyes of Indigo with Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Music is Arcadia by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons. You can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Eyes of Indigo. Copyright 2020, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears.